Greetings and Holy Week blessings to you. I'm David King and this is an Easter special podcast where I'll be sharing with you an extract from the Good Friday message I gave to my church online this weekend. May it be a blessing to you and may you have a very happy Easter. Good Friday is a very important and solemn day. A day when we consider what Christ did for us on the cross. Cecil Alexander says we may not know, we cannot tell what pains he had to bear, but we believe it was for us he hung and suffered there. Jesus, a man who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, ended up being falsely accused and convicted in a five-part hearing, two religious hearings and three civil. First he appeared in front of Annas, father-in-law of the high priest, then in front of Caiaphas, the high priest. Then he was sent to Pontius Pilate, the governor. He understood Jesus to be a Galilean, so he sent him to King Herod, the tetrarch or the ruler of Galilee. And Herod ended up sending him back to Pontius Pilate. Pilate wanted to release him. He could see no fault in him. Even his wife had had a dream that told her that Jesus was a just man and she had warned Pilate not to have anything to do with him. In other words, to let him alone. But perhaps the pressure of the crowd wanted to please people and the crowd incited by the elders, chief priests and scribes. Pilate gave in to the will of the crowd and delivered Jesus over to them but first had him scourged and soldiers then mocked, struck Jesus, spat on him, put a purple robe on him. Then Mark fifteen twenty says and when they had mocked him they took off the purple from him and put his own clothes on him and led him out to crucify him. And they compel one Simon, a Cyrenian who passed by coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. And they bring him onto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. I want to focus my message this morning on the cross. Not a physical piece of wood, but what it symbolizes. The cross, of course, is the most recognizable symbol of Christianity in the world today. And the cross is foreshadowed in the Old Testament. There are types of it, pictures of it, that I believe are helpful for us to understand what it is intended to do for us today. First picture is Exodus 15.22. Onwards, it's the story of Moses and the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness. No water. But they came to Marah, where there was water, but the waters were bitter. 
They complained and said to Moses, what shall we drink? Moses turned to the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree. He put that tree into the water and it turned the bitter water sweet. Now that tree was a type of the cross. And in fact, in Galatians 3 verse 13, Paul says, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And he relates that directly to the cross, showing that the cross is referred to sometimes as a tree. So that tree was a type of the cross. And what did it do in this situation? It was the remedy for those bitter waters. Then further on their journey, in Numbers 21 verse 4 onwards, they complained to Moses. In fact, they complained against God and Moses and brought judgment on themselves. Fiery serpents were sent amongst them. Many were bitten and many died as a result. But the people realized their mistake. They came to Moses and confessed that they had spoken against God and against Moses and said to Moses, pray to the Lord for us that we would be healed from the biting of these snakes. Moses prayed to the Lord and the solution God gave him was to erect a pole and to put a fiery serpent on it. Moses erected this pole, put a brass serpent on it, and then the solution for those who were bitten was that they should look at the serpent on the pole and they would live. And that's exactly what they did. They looked and lived. And Jesus himself even referred to this incident in John 3 verse 14 when he was talking to Nicodemus. He said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man also be lifted up. He also mentioned in John twelve thirty two, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Again, he was talking about being lifted up on this cross. And in this wilderness, as they looked on the serpent on that pole, they looked and they were healed from the bite of those fiery serpents. That's what the cross did then. But the granddaddy of all texts, Isaiah 52 verses 14 through to Isaiah 53, the, the entire chapter of Isaiah 53, that is the granddaddy of all the texts on this subject matter in the Old Testament. Though it doesn't actually mention the cross, but clearly it's a picture of what took place on the cross and in the, and the immediate suffering leading up to it. You know, at sporting games like football, I haven't been to a football match for about 10 years, but one of the things I identified early when I went to football matches was that I was better off watching it at home on TV 
And how many sports fans will disagree with me. But on TV, I got different angles of the camera, could get close-ups of what was happening. The game is analysed by expert commentators, usually two at least. And a person could leave the physical football match, I watched it on TV and yet I get more out of that match than what they saw. Of course, you don't get the atmosphere of the crowd and etc. but I'm talking about how much you get to understand the game by watching it on TV. In my opinion, Isaiah had a clearer picture of what took place at that cross than any person who was physically present standing there observing it happen. John Maxwell says all leaders see more than others see and before others see. Isaiah saw more and he saw before. A staggering 700 years before. But I want to go back to focusing on the more. Those present at the cross, they saw what Jesus was experiencing. They saw that he was wounded, but it doesn't seem that they knew why it was happening. They saw that he was bruised, but they didn't know why. They saw that he was chastised, but they didn't know why. But God gave Isaiah a crystal clear picture of what took place at that cross. God gave him the divine commentary so that Isaiah knew why it was happening. He saw it through God's perspective. He saw it as Jesus saw it. He knew the why. He saw that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And friends, that is what the cross is all about. The cross is the remedy for the sins and all the ills of mankind. The remedy for our sorrows, pains, sicknesses, rejection, abuse, shame, and all the bitter waters of life. It's the remedy for every kind of wound, be it physical, spiritual, emotional, psychological. Jesus bore it on that cross. And the cross is the remedy for any of these things that we face. But how do we access this remedy, you may ask? Just like the children of Israel, when Moses lifted up that serpent in the wilderness, they had to look and live. We have to look to the cross, look away 
from our circumstances, from our pain. Take our minds off all the things that distract us and look to that cross and live. Amelia Hall says there is life for a look at the crucified one. There is life at this moment for thee. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you today. Thank you for your amazing sacrificial death on that cruel cross and the pardon that has been multiplied to us as a result. We bring all our sins, our sorrows, pains, sicknesses, rejection, abuse and shame to you. Knowing that you bore these things on the cross so that we can experience your forgiveness, your healing, your deliverance in every area of our lives, spirit, soul and body. You are the remedy. Your cross is the remedy for our bitter waters. And right now we look to the cross. We look to you and live. In Jesus' name, amen. You enjoy the cross.